we can understand there's a distinction between a no-no and a combined no-no. Right, guys? Yeah. One's, one's cooler, but they're still both no-hitters. Was it a seven-inning game or no? No, it was a nine-inning game. Burns through eight of the innings, and then uh, you had Hater come in and clean it up and combine no-hitter. But it's not as cool as a no-hitter. No. No, it's cooler. Why aren't they separate categories? Why are these two things combined? When they kept saying that it was the second no-hitter in Brewers franchise history... Because it is. It isn't. It's the first combined no-hitter in Brewers history. Juan Nieves threw a no-hitter in 1987. That's a no-hitter. Yep. This was a combined no-hitter. Why are we so... Why can't we put that distinction on there and have it its own category? It's not the same thing. No, it's not. How many does the Indians have? We're not doing the 27 outs and all that stuff, no, guys. It's, it's a no-hitter. Because they again, no hits. okay, then why not trot six guys out to get the no-hitter? You're I telling me that's the that. same that level of accomplishment? That's garbage. I, I would love garbage. to see that. And there were two debates happening when the Brewers uh, threw this combined no-hitter the other night, guys. One was whether or not Corbin Burns should have gone back out for the ninth inning. I was never saying he should go back out. I understand that the main goal is winning the World Series, and you want to preserve your arms. And pushing him past the 115 might have affected his ability to do just that. Okay? I understand. You want him for the long haul. I wasn't saying trot Burns back out there. I was simply saying that once you bring in another guy to finish the quote-unquote no-hitter, it's not as cool as a no-hitter. It would have been amazing if Corbin Burns had been able to throw a no-hitter. That would have been something you actually celebrate. A combined no-hitter? Eh, okay. I agree. Did but he... why don't you celebrate that? Because I no, mean, you again, celebrate it. It's just in a different category. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think yeah. the Brewers did that. They didn't do the whole rush the mound. They, I mean, they they were really high excited about it because yeah, when you give up no hits, I mean, that's yeah. really damn good for a team, and, and it doesn't happen all that often, as evidenced by this is the first time the Brewers have done that. It's the second time in history that they've gone a full game without giving up any hits. I don't think anybody's saying that right, the combined so no hitter is as cool. Let me ask it's you. It's just a statistic. As our baseball expert. Yep. How does that go down? Removing him. Do you go, do you want to stay in? You're coming out. Do you just tell him? Do you so, ask him? There, There is a conversation about it. Um, but it looked like counsel went up to him and said, hey, that's it. We can't let you go. Well, also because, and Burns said afterward, that it was already a discussion about him going back out for the eighth inning. Correct. Council acquiesced and let him go back out for the eighth, so he knew no matter what happened in the eighth, unless he throws like a three-pitch eighth yeah, inning. If, yeah, then then you could have that argument, but once he got to 115 pitches, I was I was actually surprised he went out there for the eighth. He was already over 100 pitches at that point, and I figured the Brewers would pull him because the Brewers are very conservative when it comes to that type of thing, and especially when you're talking about conserving pitchers, getting ready for the postseason. I was surprised he went out for the eighth. New, unless, yeah, if he was, unless he threw a three to five pitch inning, he wasn't going to go back out there for the ninth. All right. Well, let me ask you this: Do they have incentives in their contract where, hey, you throw a no hitter, you get fifty thousand dollars? Some guys do. Some do, but I, if you're an agent and you're negotiating only fifty grand for a no no. You're a bad agent. Well, but he said his whole point was like, is there some financial incentive to getting one? For for baseball, usually it's more if you throw 200 innings or if you have X amount of strikeouts or it's usually more of a seasons thing instead of a one specific. If you do this one thing, like if you if if you are, let's say you're Mike Trout, one of the best hitters in baseball, right? Your agent's not going to go, hey. I got you a four. If you hit four home runs in a game this year, no, but I got, remember the days, Gabe. Incentive, Gabe. I remember because I my first contract was incentive laden before there was a cap. Now it's too hard with the cap because yeah. you're pushing all that money into the next year. But I remember teams 
uh, not playing guys because if they had a uh, hundred catch incentive, mm-hmm. they'd be like, all right, well, don't throw it to him because we stink and we don't want to pay him. A that happened. I don't think that happened day. this weekend. I didn't get the okay. vibe that this was a council going, hey, how much money can we save if we don't put Corbin Burns back out there for the ninth inning? And again, I wasn't saying don't celebrate it. Yeah, it's cool as hell when you can make sure the other team puts no runs, no hits on the board. Like that is really cool. But my campaign is guys they should be separate categories if you can understand the disti- the distinction in accomplishment between a perfect game and a no hitter which are two different things then there should also be a distinction between a no hitter thrown by one pitcher and a no hitter thrown by a staff like at what point do we say uh six guys you trotted six guys out there for the no hitter great you guys each faced four and a half batters they did they did and it shouldn't have been celebrated like that like this incentivizes teams that stink to actually make something happen right if you stink i say if you're a manager why not go for a no hitter if your team is yeah, 20 games I under. I agree. Why not? Be something cool. Because it's, something to it celebrate cheapens if you the whole thing. A well, no hitter is such. Let's, 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 I don't think it cheapens anything. Jen, let's bring it back to football, which rules the world, basically. What about a field goal kicker in Denver as opposed to anywhere else in the league? Should that be celebrated differently? Because as you know, Gabe, you hit a golf ball in high elevation, you're getting another 30 yards out of that thing. Maybe more. A lot stronger in But elevation. also, how many years Sick. does the Denver kicker lead the league in field goals? I think they have the record, though. Don't, doesn't Elam? I Jason Elam? I mean, he held it for a while. I don't know what the record is now. But here's, here's the other thing. Like, baseball is the only sport that gives a rip about records. We need to change that. Like I think that's part of I think that's part of baseball's issues. Is just stuck in the past and so and like oh back in 1950 when this guy threw a no hitter this yeah, is the no, way I it agree. was. Like we we need to move past that. So that's why I'm like I, I'm not gonna get I don't want to get stuck down in the minutia of oh well this no hitter and this no hitter. Like no the Brewers that's has why a team. I don't, yeah, it was it was a no hitter as a team. It was a cool thing to watch on on Saturday night. It was cool, but as I tweeted, the difference between a no hitter thrown by one guy and a no hitter thrown is, by yes. multiple guys is yeah. the difference between kissing your crush and kissing your cousin. No, I, just, yes. that I saw that. Yes. That's so angry. Yes, that's, that's it's not that big of a goal. It is that big of a goal. No, it's I was not that okay because I can tell you exactly what my emotions were, guys. I'm listening to the game. I'm checking the box score, and I'm going. There's a there's a no no happening here. Oh my gosh, we might. Oh, okay. Hold on, everybody. Brace yourself. Something really cool is happening in Cleveland. And then it was like, and Josh Hader coming into pitch. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, I agree. Yes, that no. is exactly yeah, how my emotions because, were. I wasn't like, yes, they still yeah. have an opportunity to get a no hitter here. Yeah. No. If, so you're describing Saturday night as gross and disgusting. Because if you're kissing your cousin, that is gross and disgusting. You're telling me your Aunt Myrtle has never been like, give your cousin a little kiss. You haven't seen each other in... No, you're arguing. Yes, it is. That's what I'm saying. And you go, "Uh, I guess. Good to see you. I'm not saying you're making out with your cousin seven minutes in heaven. No, you just just admitted that what happened on Saturday night was cool. Like what happened with the Brewers throwing a no hitter? You admitted that it, it's not as cool. I'm saying but it was still the cool. difference between the two is the difference between kissing your crush, which you're super excited which for, is cool. and then going. In no instance is yeah, kissing your right. cousin cool. You're just yeah, the gap I, is way too it makes big. No there. sense. Nope.
It makes you know what? I still am, got to kiss someone, but it definitely wasn't. You know what I am really, really looking forward to, guys? I'm looking forward to Buck season because I cannot wait for when Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton combine for a triple double. That is going to be one heck of a celebration when they combine for that triple double. Someone's angry. Chris, we did it, huh? We f- did it. Yeah, we did.